everybody. We're back. Hello. We're really excited today because we've got a special guest. Yes, we do. We've got um, Donna Amy Bat with us today, and she is the author of How to Spot a Mum, which jumped out at both of us. And we said, oh, we'd like to speak to her because <laughs> we know a thing about mums. So um, welcome, Donna. Lovely to have you here. Hi, thank you for having me. It's great to be here. It's great to speak to someone that is outside of my flat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's the same for us. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have your book on order, so I'm, I'm excited for oh, when it comes through the door. Thank you so much. It makes me feel like a real kind of international author now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so although this is your first published book, you've been writing stories for some time, which you do with your friend yeah. Emily Mayer, who illustrates them. Now, how did that all come about? Because a lot of your ideas are around acceptance and being proud of yourself and other people. And so why is this theme important and how did all that come about you with her? Yeah, it's kind of interesting because um, so I worked, me and my friend Emily, we kind of had the ambition to publish a book together, did a few things. But um, the way it works really is that publishers don't want you to come with a illustrator so they don't really want you to come and show them a finished book because they like to do that bit really so we ended up in a really nice way just kind of working on lots of little things and it actually really gave us the freedom to I mean literally do what you want so we wrote a few things came up with a few like games some short stories um, and kind of like retrofitted them and sold them into a few children's magazines so it was kind of perfect because I think like I mean I think anyone starting off doing something creative in that way you always kind of when you start you kind of think yeah I've done it they're gonna they're gonna love this and then you sell it and and obviously it takes a few rounds of rejection before you get (laughs) that someone else will buy but it kind of like it was great because it gave us the freedom to really you know literally do what we wanted to do a bit yeah yeah exactly um and then we obviously came to the realization that you know pitching things together to traditional publishers probably doesn't work wasn't going to work until we'd both done th- uh, things separately wow. so um like she's done her own and this is my first as well I mean we've both she's about to have a second baby I've just had well I had my first one last year so I mean that's kind of but a bit of a, a halt on it because I think for her as well illustration is just takes so much longer so I can kind of write something quite quickly I mean the editing's different because I obviously get loads of edits back but (laughs) but the writing part you can do quite quickly but for her it's like obviously quite labour intensive so it kind of took a natural pause although obviously the door's always open we'd always love to keep doing it but um but yeah it came to a natural pause when we knew we both needed to do separate things so I know I've diverged from your original question but um yeah I think the theme of kind of uh well I don't know I guess it came from literally as I said being able to do whatever we wanted to do so without any um briefs or any publishers kind of pushing us a certain way all the work that we did together was just you know kind of 
like our own thoughts and opinions, which is kind of a dream, isn't it? If you've got the time to do it. That kind of collaboration with a like-minded person. Yeah, yeah. And it's just a really, like, do you know, it's kind of the highest form of flattery, really, because, um, it, I, like, I think I, maybe as teachers, you probably understand, I, when I was younger, I kind of always struggled with grammar and spelling and things. I never really had the confidence to write anything, but I kind of always liked telling stories. And I always had kind of had ideas, but didn't quite feel like I could, I should write them down. Um, but actually, when I worked with Emily to see someone so talented, like take the time over things I've written, it was quite amazing. So yeah I mean to write something down to someone to so beautifully illustrate it is quite an amazing feeling um yeah they're great but illustrations yeah. and they're great titles the, the, the stories you've worked on before oh, does that you. does that echo your sense of humor yeah yeah I think so I really like the I I do quite like the kind of windy titles you know the ones that like are quite um uh what's the word when they tell you like exactly what the story is almost almost like I quite like it when they're a bit of a spoiler <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah I do like those kind of slightly longer titles I think they they always draw me in anyway have you have you has that changed for you since you've become a mum yourself yeah well do you know what so I wrote how to spot a mum when I had uh, my son was three months old so initially I sold in a book about grands so that was mm -hmm. the first book so that's coming out in September um but then they said suggested doing a book about mum so um sorry I've lost my train of thought <laughs> when your son was three months <laughs> old sorry what was the initial when, question when your son was three months old you started to write that book you were saying I was going to interrupt anyway and say oh, yeah. do you do you think there's that kind of mightiness when you've had a child that you go I can do anything I've given birth I know I'm going to write yeah. a bloody book <laughs> you know what I mean do you yeah. think it's yeah I do like um I don't know if you both felt the same but there's I mean there's a lot of you get a lot of knocks to your comp confidence but you also kind of like you're chucked in really at the deep end aren't you and you're a bit like well might as well um <laughs> so there is like a real confidence that comes with it I think as well um and also I think you're I don't know if you found this but like you're maybe a little bit better with your time because before I used to if I had time to myself I used to play a lot of games on my phone or you know just sit and watch all the come dine with me's <laughs> in one <day>. but <laughs> but um but now you, I mean you just don't do it do you Rela it's more relaxing to go through your to-do list which is kind of depressing yeah, but, yeah that's <laughs> true isn't it you manage it yeah yeah so I think I think you're right I think there is definitely a confidence that comes with it um and I think I was incredibly lucky I sold that book and I got this project just after I'd had him because you know a lot of people have that fear about after you have a baby you kind of think what is going to happen to my career um am I going to have to really compromise on this and it's really tough isn't it it's really hard and I was really lucky with timing this came in and gave me like a really like my perfect project to get going with again so I was so lucky 
That nice. Great. And you write for business and pleasure. Which do you prefer? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to put this on LinkedIn. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I obviously prefer writing what I want to write. But I would say that I'm a better writer for um, for working with brands and getting a brief. Like, it does really help sometimes when you, like, having those kind of mental challenges of writing for something specific. Um but yeah, it's always more fun when you're just doing what you want, isn't it? In any walk, <laughs> any walk of life. Yeah. <laughs> There's also in your um, in your stories and in your how to spot a mum a sense of celebration, like the baths are opposite, boats are opposite to baths or the other way around. It's about yeah. a girl who knows useless facts, and yeah. it's, there's a celebration of trivia and people who think a bit differently. Is that yeah. a bit, is that you a bit? And do you do, how to spot a mum is a bit a celebration of mums around the world? Yeah. And- well, I think um, my thought with how to spot a mum without being cheesy or using kind of um, jargon, but like I didn't want anyone to read it and like think oh I don't have that relationship with my mum or like Mm. I don't feel about her in that way or like uh I don't know like I I just think like motherhood is so broad isn't it people become a mum in so many different ways and like I mean that it's all it's all amazing isn't it um and people have more than one mum people kind of see different people as a kind of maternal figure and yeah so in that way yeah I really do think that like I it's kind of a reflection of what I like to read because I think that there is so much I mean especially at the moment so much sadness isn't there there's so much like I mean you really don't need to look too far to have something to remind you of (laughs) what everyone's going through um so really I personally look to read things that are going to be uplifting so I guess that's really been reflected in what I write as well and like I really just like look I really just like making jokes and stuff to be honest <laughs> you know all my friends are really funny um isn't that sensible but <laughs> no we're with you there yeah. we can't there's not enough silliness no No, definitely not I think so I agree and and did you have to as 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 um content for your book did you talk to a whole variety of mums did you look at traditions around the world how did how did your research kind of what did that look like yeah it was it's a funny process because it was um Because it was the, um, it was a bit of like a mixture between working with the publisher. They came up with a few ideas. We tried a few things, went back. My original idea was to do more of a, um, it wasn't actually that funny, my original idea. When I look back on it, it wasn't <laughs> that great. <laughs> I was quite like indignant. I was quite like, wow, this is what we should do. But um, my original idea was to do more of like kind of, a fact thing about the, how different people become a mum or like different types of family so almost at the beginning there are introductions to that kind of thing but I actually imagine the whole book to be that kind of thing um rather than like kind of fun personality types so it 
was a really gradual process. Um, and then the publisher pushed me more in this direction, which I think was correct. <laughs> and so, yeah, it was really just kind of um, a brainstorm of like different mums I knew. Um, I think at the time we probably were in lockdown, so I didn't get to do that much mm. like mum spotting in the wild. But yeah, more <laughs> of kind of my memories um, and like things I am and things I'm not. You know, when you kind of think I'm not organised mum uh, and I'm not a sporty mum. <laughs> <laughs> Fitting right in here, eh? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can join our club. Yeah. But, but there's still that sense of uniqueness and connectivity yeah. between mothers and between women in the world. Isn't yeah. There? And I think that you can, you can kind of say, I am not organised mum, I'm not a sporty mum but I would quite like to be like them. So it's still like a positive thing. You know what I mean? It's not kind of saying, oh, I'd never be like that. It's like, there are these people and they're very good. (laughs) (laughs) We're all good in our own ways. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And your how to greet a gran isn't out yet, but it's more about um, a celebration as well. But, yeah, um, also about foreign language. How does that link into your own upbringing? Of, and you said that you thought about doing that one first. Is that yeah? So that's what I wrote first. And actually, when I was pregnant, I'm, I freelance. Um, and when I was pregnant, perhaps unsurprisingly, I didn't really have much work. So that's kind of it gave me a chance to concentrate a bit more on writing. Um, so I wrote this grand book when I was pregnant, and it's basically the initial idea was um I thought if it's just like a board book with like a grandmother and then how you say gran in that language I just thought of it really simple that could be quite nice and then as I started I mean I say writing it that would have been about 15 words wouldn't it but um as I started kind of planning that um I thought oh no I could actually make this a little bit more interesting so what it is it is that so it tells you about a gran in a different country um, tells you how to say their name but then it gives you a little bit more information about them so tells you kind of traditions in that country um you know where they're kind of fitting in the family that kind of thing and then um it leads kind of links you on to the next grand so they're all kind of connected kind of a nice celebration of that generation um yeah so that's what it is now so that's out in September but that's the one I wrote first took the publisher they suggested a book about mums and that's how I kind of wrote that one nice yeah so it was kind of a bit of a backward way of doing it do you see a full range of family members I just bought a dad and a celebration of brothers or do you think it'll only be women based (laughs) yeah well I don't know like again I before we start recording we were talking about how slow publishing is so I've I think they wait to see how well this sells. Um, obviously, that would be great to do that. Um, but, yeah, in, in theory, yeah, we could do them all, couldn't we? We could go auntie, uncle, granddad, dad. Maybe stick to the women first. Would you like to produce now some of the ones you mentioned that you've done You've done with Emily? Like, would yeah. you like to go back and produce some of them? Yeah, I feel like if we um, we do kind of speak about it, I feel like 
I mean, she says that, oh, I, she says, oh, I look back at those pictures and I'm so glad it wasn't published. Oh, no, but they're gorgeous. Kate and I, I were know. discussing how nice Love they are. Them. They're so good, aren't they? Mm. Um, so I feel like we, and I feel like as well, I would make lots of changes. So I, I think that, like, we will, we will definitely do something. It's just about kind of working out the best space for them. Yeah. I mean, it's been a couple of years now since... Um, we did our last thing, but um, we've always kind of kept the door open to doing things. It's just, uh, I mean, for her, it's just so much more time than it is for me. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's so exciting. Tell me about being a mum, Donna, because you, you mentioned <laughs> that you've got a one-year-old. How's that been for you this year? Yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously, he has, he's quite indoorsy now. <laughs> <laughs> Did he arrive in the first lockdown? Or no, was I was really lucky. I feel so old. I just, on the radio the other day, I heard about someone who said they had just had their second lockdown baby. So they had the first one in March and then they must have got pregnant straight away. And then had their last one just like a month or a couple of weeks. Oh, wow. Oh, my wow. goodness. But anyway, so no, he, he was um, October 2019. So he had a few months of freedom. <laughs> And we've been incredibly lucky. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's been fairly boring. But um, we've been incredibly lucky that, that nurseries are still open. He just started going back to nursery. So I don't feel, I feel like at least he's getting to see some other kids. Um, but yeah, it's just tough, isn't it? I mean, I think, I mean, I, I've really enjoyed it. And it's been great because... My husband's been at home, so you know, obviously, every, no one can deny that's been actually an amazing thing. It's just really tough, isn't it? I feel like no one else really knows him, yeah. and um, yeah. yeah, and uh, I mean, yeah, just if someone wanted to take him for a weekend, just you know, so I could have a good old sleep, <laughs> yeah. would be absolutely delightful. But um, but yeah, no, I mean, in general, it has been brilliant, and he is a great baby, but. Yeah, it's been a weird year for it, hasn't it? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. We, we've had conversations already with people that have found it really tough because the things that, you know, you have this baby, you want to show them off. Totally. To your yeah. family and your friends and go out to the park and be proud while you're walking down the road <laughs> pram. And there's just so many things that haven't been able to happen. And yeah. And like I, count, yeah, I count myself you know really lucky compared to what other people are going through but I think everyone has their is struggling aren't they it doesn't matter what situation you're in everyone's it's just not easy for anyone is it the other thing is when we go like the times that we have been out I just never ever ever remember to pack nappies oh <laughs> neither did we we've did talked not? about this before oh, don't no. worry it just Donna it doesn't get any better Oh, no. I'll always forget. And you know, yeah. have you got her? Is she in your book? How to spot a mum with no nappies? <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard, isn't it? Yeah, because um, I just used I just pack him snacks because we only go to the park, and then we had to go a bit further a few weeks ago, and we were like, "Oh, right, okay, that's why you have a whole big bag, not just yeah. not just a small tote." My, but we went once. I remember we went to um, the, the beach for the day, and um, the 
the boys just were quite small at the time and they just ran into the sea and we ended up having to take the trousers off, didn't have a change of clothes, but we had more fleeces. So they wore my daughter's fleeces with the arms and their legs and kind of tied in a knot. Right? You know? And it's just, sometimes it's just what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tricky, it? It's when you've no wipes and they've done those really big shitty ones, and then you, <laughs> you're like, ah, no, and you're in public or you're somewhere. Oh, it's going to be a worse situation. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, we haven't been very portable so far. Well, no, no, you've not had that practice. <laughs> Long but at least you've produced a book for people to read while they're stuck in. That's just fabulous. Yeah, to yes. be honest, it did perk up 2020 a little bit. Happy, <laughs> of course. Yeah, great. Um, Carola, is there anything else that we'd like to ask Donna? I don't know. I think we've, I think we've, we've covered all your, learned all about you. I just want to read the book that night. Oh, yes. yeah. Thank you so much. Um, obviously, as I said at the beginning, because. We're the Mighty Mothers, and we made this whole thing up sitting at a kitchen table once. Um, one of the reasons that we wanted to get in touch with you is because we just think that it's important to reach out to as many different people as possible that are being mums, still working, still doing the things that they do, and still being creative and wonderful. and giving other people a vehicle to be themselves too. Oh, good. And that's what we saw, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. When we, when we saw your book. Thank you, thought, yeah. Oh. oh, good. And same to you. It's just like, it's, I mean, I think it's a luxury, isn't it, to be able to do something creative for yourself a lot of the time, isn't it? But it's, it's like the, your podcast as well. It really helps people when they can kind of listen to people in a, in a similar situation well we hope so yeah yeah just we just want to you know talk about being normal and we're all feeling the same things and yeah yeah how it is we all forget nappies we all (laughs) go for walks without shoes on we all and if we don't we're lying it's true So, Donna, tell us, um, how can the people that are listening get hold of your book? Yeah, so you, well, don't say about Amazon, it's probably the international one for your international listeners. Yeah. Um, but UK, well, a good one is book, uh, bookstop, hang on, bookshop.org. Have you used that, bookshop.org? No. Nope, so, no. It, um, all the profit well not all majority of the profits go to lo- local bookshops oh, nice. um it's really good yeah so they kind of spread it out between the bookshops and you can choose a local bookshop for the profit to go to if you have one specifically but it's a really good alternative to um amazon for books is a little oh, that's bit that's a good call yeah so that's that's the that's the best one but it's on kind of amazon waterstones and all those ones as well Oh, fabulous. When we're all allowed out and we can go back to England and stock up. Yeah. <laughs> well, good luck with that. I hope you yeah. sell loads and make lots of people happy. Thank and you so much. Keep it rolling out there. Thank you. It was really good to meet you both. 
and you, Donna. Thanks Thank for joining you. us. Good luck. We'll Thank be you watching so much. with interest. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. See you then. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.